You are listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 46 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And as you can tell, we have a brand new name, Hot (laughs) Off the Presses. Finally, after... So many days of anguish, doubt about the future of this show. <laughs> we figured it out. We did. In fact, we are very delighted to let you know that just before hitting the record button, we we came to the conclusion that we definitely wanted to have something that dealt with either purpose or balance. Uh, we did some searching online, found out that we could grab the domain balancedlivingweekly.com, which is going to be the new home of our uh, brand new relaunched uh, you know, brand that we are starting here today. And uh, Father Roderick, why don't you tell them about the name? Why, why do you think Balanced Living Weekly is a good uh, name for the show? Well, you know, Cliff, um, if, if you would listen to the shows that we record on a weekly basis, and not just this particular show, but all the other stuff that we do, I think the word balance is one of the words that is all that is recurring all the time. We always talk about that. We try to find balance in our, you know, between work and entertainment and family life and balance in the kitchen and balance, uh, you know, on the level of fitness and, 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 and losing weight. It's all about balance. We've always said that our goals in life are not just to be fit or to, you know, have a glorious uh, body or something like that. It's all about finding the right balance. And it, it's something that is, that's never achieved. It's, it's, it's something that you strive for. So it's about living. It's the verb. It's something that you do. It's the balance that you try to find all the time. And we know from our audience that that is exactly why they listen to our show. They need encouragement they search encouragement and motivation and ideas on how to achieve that in their own life and before uh we started this particular episode the the first of with a new name we've for for what is it 45 episodes we've been focusing mostly on on the tv show the biggest loser because that was something that we needed in order to find balance on a very important level when it comes to our health and 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 uh, while we were doing that, we discovered well, there's much more that we want to talk about, and there is much more that our audience wants to hear. And and again, I'm I I just like this name because it just it fits what your life is all about. It fits what my life is all about, and I think it fits what our audience is is searching for. And and it it this balance it, it still enables us to talk about the Biggest Loser, to talk about fitness. But we can add so much more to the table. No pun intended. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there you go, my friends. We are we are delighted to have you join us. If, for those of you who are just now subscribing to Balanced Living Weekly, uh, we do encourage you to check out the first 45 episodes that Father Roderick and I uh, co-hosted together here. And uh, you can find those, of course, on the web over at BiggestLoserPodcast.com. That's, wh- that's where we got the show started. 
But uh, we are we're glad to do this thing to to get moving forward. And we got some feedback from last week's episode, episode forty five that we did, where we talked about this new approach. And uh, we and here's here's what happened. This came in from Byron, who left a comment on our blog. He says, "Great show, gents. Seems like you're helping me become the person that I always was. Let's see, that I was always meant to be through helping me connecting with a group slash community of like minded people." He says, as a result of listening to Father Roderick and Cliff, I have created my own call to action. I spend too much time on the computer, so yesterday, I'm cutting the time I spend on the computer by at least 50% and spending more time enjoying vigorous outdoor exercising, such as hiking, walking, biking, gym workouts, planning my life, and planning my meals slash nutritional intake. Seems like this community can and will empower, motivate, encourage, plus much more, its members to do the following. Learn what our purpose is and how to learn to fill that purpose uh, or fulfill that purpose. Ask ourselves, who are we meant to be? And what do we learn about who, about how, or how do we learn about how to become that person? And how we can learn to overcome the challenges that lie before us. Um, let's see here. Make a commitment to what you want in life. There is no substitute for commitment. He says, learn the importance of focusing on our priorities, a healthy body, a spiritual mind, and amazingly, he says, a, a, a healthy body and spiritual mind helps create an amazingly powerful state of serenity, plus so much more. You guys are on to something. This I know. Best regards, Byron. Byron, thank you so much. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect pitch for, for a new show. Sounds like a great pitch. We, yeah. we need to have him create our copy for our, our press releases and stuff. How's that sound? Yeah, because of course we hope to bring this to uh, you know international TV and satellite and, <laughs> and whatnot. create this huge brand. And so, yeah. We should uh, we should hire Byron to uh, to do all the pitches for us. There we go, Byron. Uh, give us a call. Talk to our HR department. <laughs> but I like I like that he he definitely gets what we're trying to do and what we had so much trouble last time formulating. You know, so what is this show about? It is about exactly doing this. It's helping you to find purpose in your life to figure out what is important for me. And how can you make that a reality in your life? And and the only way that we can do that is not by theoretically talking about it or just talking about what other people say that you should do, but it's by being ourselves the guinea pigs in this process and trying it out ourselves and sharing that experience because that's the only way I think that really convinces people, that helps. Um, there, there is so much, there's so much talk out there in the media and there is so little true, genuine conversation about these things. And especially on TV, and it's, it's a common complaint, you know, the stuff that you see, even if it's called reality TV, how real is it really? Well, we want to make sure that what we talk about, that is just reality. We're never going to talk about anything that is beyond what we what we experiment ourselves with and and what we experience ourselves exactly because we want this show to be real because otherwise isn't is it's not going to work it's not working for us it's not going to work for you yep well anyway uh we have some wonderful things that we do have planned here in today's episode i know that last week i made a promise that i would share folks share with folks uh, something that i had read in a uh 
I think it was an email newsletter from my good friend Pat Flynn who talked, uh, who suggested this idea of tossing out your daily to-do list. Now, I've not done this myself, but I'm going to share with you the ideas and the thoughts about that. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk about money today. Uh, it looks like we're going to- Black Friday and- I think, uh, you know, how, how do you avoid getting broke over, over Black Friday? Exactly. Very. <laughs> and we're going to talk about food because food. food is huge. We got a big Thanksgiving uh, week coming up here in the States. Do you guys celebrate Thanksgiving uh, around the same oh. time of us? No, no, we don't. We don't know that stuff over here. Actually, outside of the United States, Thanksgiving is, well, except for Canada, but Canada. they have already celebrated Thanksgiving. But I think in the rest of the world, this is this is not known. But I do like the turkey. <laughs> and I, I honor the tradition, even though I'm from Holland. <laughs> I think it's something that should be an international, an international uh, holiday. We you somehow know, need to make gr- that. It is a great holiday, and and you know, I I the reason I love it is because it is a time where if you sit down and think, why, what is this holiday about for us? And it is about giving thanks and. Yes. I, I think maybe this should be maybe a monthly holiday or a daily holiday, but but it is nice to come together, you know, at least once a year as a family or, you know, close-knit friends and to, to just really reflect on how blessed we are. That's what I love about it. It's, it's uh, um, I think... What 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 I per, as as a as someone from outside of the United States love about the, about that holiday is that it is very family oriented. It's a time to get together with the people that you love most. Um, it's not over commercialized. I mean, of course, you've got Black Friday after um, Thanksgiving itself, but Thanksgiving. I mean, compared to well, let's say Halloween or Christmas, you know, it, it's a relatively simple feast. It, it's something that you. Celebrate at home with your loved ones. And it's, I don't know, it just, it, it, it touches the right, the, the right things in life. That, that, that it gets close to this, this, this big question, you know, what is important to me? And, and, and it's, it's a moment to give thanks for, 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 for those important things. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, family, um, family and friends, isn't that the most important thing in the world? Well, you know, so it one makes of the, sense to celebrate it with them. Yeah, one of the things that happens here in the states, uh, and and I know for the longest time for me, Thanksgiving has not always been about this idea of giving thanks, but it's been about you know, oh, it's it's the massive feast that we're going to have on the table. You know, the whole day and a half of food preparation to to put more food on the table than you could possibly ever consider consuming, although people try. And then, you know, <laughs> right after dinner, it's everybody's like laying down, passed out on the floor from overeating. <laughs> okay. I have not had that experience yet. I might have celebrated the the the, the holiday with just the right people. <laughs> I've never been in a situation of temptation <laughs> well, I tell you that—that's—that's that's what it is like for for many people, and and so one of the things that we want to talk about is how how can we have a healthy Thanksgiving feast? Do you do that you have, still tastes good? That still tastes good. So <laughs> so are there any? Uh, you know, you're you're really big into cooking these days, and and I know this that you always try to uh, try new things. My question for you is is are there any things that you can do? that would help to make dishes a little bit more lean or a little bit more healthy. Yes, and actually it's it's a big thing right now on the web. Um of course I think this is also 
partially due to the success of a show like The Biggest Loser, people are becoming more and more aware that um, there are alternatives. It's possible to still have that same sensation <laughs> when it comes to eating, that same uh, celebration of abundance, because that's that's basically what, what a lot of people do during Thanksgiving, but without... Um, dealing a massive blow to your to your arteries and to your health and to your blood pressure and so if you google um what did i google uh, just uh, an hour ago i think i, I was like um thanks get healthy thanksgiving food alternatives and google returns like a, a a number of great websites with recipes that will help you prepare the the let's say the classic dishes that people eat on on thanksgiving but with a recipe that will make it a lot healthier a lot less i mean you feel less like a stuffed turkey after it and 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 it will ultimately help you to enjoy the food much more and so uh just just google that i mean i can go over all these recipes but it will take us uh, two hours to, to talk about them all but there's so many especially because the the main dish i mean the turkey itself is is one of the healthiest meats that you can eat it's very lean meat and it's just that we add so much other stuff around it uh without thinking of the the calories and the salt that that goes in there and the butter um that that makes the entire experience uh, extremely dangerous to your health in a way well not only um, that but there's a there's a huge trend here of people who stick the big huge gigantic turkey in a deep fryer oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be that cannot be right i mean <laughs> that's not humane for the turkey anymore <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah so, so th- this is a good tip for anybody out there. I mean, we're, we're the week before Thanksgiving here in the States. And so it would be our recommendation that you just go to Google.com and do healthy Thanksgiving ideas, healthy Thanksgiving tips, healthy Thanksgiving recipes. Any of those search results or any of those search queries on Google is going to return an abundant amount of uh, results for you to to really make things a lot healthier for you and your family. And you will be surprised if you look at the photos that go go with those recipes. It's, it's not like, you know, we're, we're recommending that you turn uh, Thanksgiving into a rabbit food day or something like that. <laughs> it's, it looks great. It will taste great. One, one um, like general advice that i have for days like these and this is something that i do also here in europe when we have a celebration like a birthday party or you know saint nicholas is huge here which is a uh, almost a national holiday where the kids get presents and everything because saint nicholas was the patron saint for the seafaring uh people and so with amsterdam and rotterdam these big ports you know we, we have a huge it's a big thing uh, and we have this whole mythology around around saint nicholas and so it's a it's again it's an evening not unlike thanksgiving where people just eat so much stuff and so um what i do if i celebrate this with my family or actually it's what my mom started to do a couple of years ago if she would invite you know me and, and my brother and sister and their kids um she would just instead of preparing like two or three huge fattening salty dishes instead she would make like all these tiny plates 
little, you know, lean dishes and then, but then lots of it. So you've got like 20 or 30 different things that you can eat. That alone just, just psychologically just creates this sensation, this this idea of abundance and it's like, oh, this is all so good. And by just taking these small bites and small portions instead of this, you know, the big fatty stuff, you get this sensation of having eaten forever and but uh, if you total the the amount of calories, it will still be way below what we used to do. And then uh, she also just kind of snuck in a lot of veggies because, of course, you know I've got my my nephews, and as soon as they recognize that something is a vegetable, um, no matter how it tastes, but it's just like oh that's a vegetable, so it's I'm not going to eat it or I'm going to just you know complain about it. And so she just disguises the veggie. So, you know, cuts the cucumbers or the carrots in in, in funny shapes or whatnot, um, adds like low-fat dipping sauce or combines it with lean um, uh, like, like strips of turkey or something like that. So there are many ways where you can sneak in quite a bit of veggies without even, you know, making it obvious that, they, that this, this is healthy stuff that they're eating. Right, it seems to work really well. Um, it's it's kind of you know just make it snack size something that as as I notice with my my nephews that as soon as if as soon as they've got the idea that they have to eat a dish with vegetables, and so it's like more than one bite, they're not going to do it. But if it's if it's a snack, if it, if it looks like a snack, then yeah, they they go for it. Yeah. And then of course vegetables have this added advantage of um, really filling you. And so one of the one of the best strategies to not overeat is to first start with veggies and then you will be less hungry. And so then you have to make a choice. You have to say, what am I going to eat now? Hmm. Well, I'll eat a little bit of everything instead of, you know, big chunks. (laughs) Well, hopefully this will help folks out there. I know for me this week, it's going to be increasingly difficult uh, because not only is there going to be, are we going to seek out Thanksgiving food, but we are going to be traveling on uh, vacation, we're heading down to the the Greater Smoky Mountain area down here uh, in in Middle Tennessee, and so uh, we're going to be away from home, and it's going to be Thanksgiving, and we're going to eat at a restaurant that's going to prepare all of those foods for us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, there's less control there. There's going to be a little <laughs> bit less control, but I think what I'm going to have to really uh, concern myself with is two things. Number one, uh, portion control. Uh, so yeah. being mindful ahead of time, maybe even making a decision, okay, how much visually in my mind, how much am I going to eat and making that decision prior to getting there and th- and then sticking to that. And then number two is the physical activity afterwards. And I mean, I'm going to be on vacation uh, and I'm going to be down in the Smoky Mountains. We, you know, th- there are plenty of places to go walking, hiking, all of these other great things. And so uh, definitely those are going to be my those are my plans of action for for making next week or next week uh, work for us. Well, in, in that respect, you can uh, you can learn from the contestants in the Biggest Loser House uh, the, the other week, where uh, they were they had this challenge. I, I don't know if it was last episode or the the, the episode before where they had to kind of they were sitting at this diner table and had to kind of beat each other by eating the most calories oh yeah one guy who just ordered everything as long as it said deep fried you know he would order it in order to win but then he said and i i commended him on that uh he said well 
the next week, I'm going to add 90 minutes per day of exercise. And so he just calculated how much he would have to pay in terms of physical exercise to burn those extra calories. I'm like, that is character. I mean, that shows that he's willing to pay the price for what he ate. And so even if you cannot really resist, you know, that deep fried turkey or whatever you're going to eat, <laughs> <laughs> then make sure that you, you make the decision to add in extra time for, for exercise. Exactly. But of course, it's better to prevent than to cure. Right. <laughs> well, let's, you know, obviously we want to make sure that we have room in our bellies for, for, for the food. But uh, we also want to talk about room in our wallets uh, and maybe not emptying those things out on Black Friday. Um, how can we avoid going broke the day after Thanksgiving? Any thoughts on this, Father perhaps, Roderick? Perhaps we should first explain what Black Friday is, oh, because yeah. even though a, a company like Apple is now spreading this tradition around the world, because last year, for the first time in, in history, in in Holland, at least Apple was celebrating Black Friday, and the newspapers here, you know, the the tech press, they were like, "Black what?" <laughs> is this a is this a Steve Jobs thing? Is this the sign that he's turning towards the dark side of technology? You know, Black Friday. <laughs> but apparently, and that's what I learned afterwards. This is a huge thing in the United States where the, the stores go open the day after Thanksgiving, and you've got these bargains, isn't it? Yeah, it basically, it's it, it's crazy. So let me give you an example of of of, of what might happen on a Black Friday. So okay. so let's just say you you go into your typical department store, you know, electronics department store, a Walmart, a Best Buy, whatever the case may be. Let's just say a, a typical fifty inch HD television is normally you know th- two thousand five hundred to three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, what will happen is they will actually for Black Friday they will have one model of that television, probably one of the more popular ones that's available. Nor- let's say it's normally three thousand dollars. They'll uh-huh. sell it for eight hundred fifty dollars on back Black Friday, Ooh. and they have a you know they're limited to you know they only have one hundred of these in stock. I mean that is not unheard of. Okay, so there's it's kind of stunting with prices to attract uh, clients. Yes, but then of course when they run out out of these TVs, they hope that you will still buy the. The, the other model that's that's a lot more expensive exactly it, that's exactly what they do it, it it so basically they lure everybody in with these ridiculous deals and the problem is is that you know you literally have people there are people father Roderick this I don't know if you've heard about this part of it there are people who will have Thanksgiving dinner uh-huh. and immediately after Thanksgiving dinner Thursday evening or Thursday afternoon they will then pack up all of their gear and they will camp out overnight in front of the stores Ugh. just to get that one TV just to that. get that just to be the first you know 50 to 150 people in line so that they can get that deal and I will tell you there are there have been issues in the past where here in the states that people they they literally stampede and they trample people have actually been killed in department stores by being trampled on i mean and uh, i mean fights break out in these stores when you know there's the last two or three Uh, it it gets really bad this must be something that is uh awakening some kind of very primal instinct in us 
I mean, this this could be a, something that, that dates back to the early days of, of mankind where, you know, two tribes were fighting over that last dinosaur that they captured. And it's like, no, it's my dinosaur. No, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. We're having dinosaur steak today. You're eating veggies. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I always get worried when I read those stories. I was like, really? Is, is it that important to you to save a hundred bucks? You know, it's, it's well, see, all... that's not it. It's not, usually it's not just a hundred dollars. I mean, okay. we're, ta- okay. yeah, we're, it's a big, mm-hmm. we're talking about the enticement here. The te- it, you know, it's like the biggest loser. So it's like, oh, you know, here's the temptation. You know, we're going to eat mm-hmm. M&Ms today. That's not usually the temptation. The temptation is <laughs> usually huge, right? And so that's, I mean, the temptation for these people, they're, they're big. The biggest one I ever remember, have you ever heard of Tickle Me Elmo? Um, yeah, sounds familiar. Is it Sesame Street related? It is. It was a little, it was a little toy that, um, you know, it was, every, it seems like every year there is that, that one ever elusive toy that, yeah. that you just now, you just cannot spot in the <laughs> wild. Well, on Black Friday, there are, there are these stores that say, listen, you know, we are going to have this toy. And it's uh, it's one of those toys where maybe normally it's, you know, $39, right? If it was on the uh, shelf stocked normally. But no. Is it available? No. So it, what you have is you go into the store. They say, hey, you know, we're going to have this item and we're selling it at this discounted price. But this is all we have. And, and it's not going to be available from Thanksgiving all the way through Christmas because it's the most popular item. And you go online and what people they are doing is they're buying these things, you know, for $300, $400. <laughs> And so, so I mean, the enticement of Black Friday—it is ridiculous what retail stores are doing, but they do. Oh. They they entice you with these ridiculous deals that, for some people, I just don't know what it is. They cannot turn down the deal. You know what this this story reminds me of? Do you remember that there's there's this uh, very goofy Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from what was it nineteen? I think it was nineteen ninety six. The Jingle All the Way. It's exactly this story, although they relate it to Christmas, where I think Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a dad and he wants this superhero toy for his kid. Yeah. It's like this, of course, there's this artificial scarcity that the market created. And then there's this huge fight between him and someone else for that last last toy. And then, you know, the whole, at least the beginning of the story is based on that. You know, that greed, like, I want it. No, I want it. It's for my kid. No, it's for my... <laughs> I, I, I was like, wow, this stuff is really happening. It's not just fictional. No, that, that, those, uh, those movies were so big and popular because it is, it's reality. Yeah. Well, but let's well, talk... Well, anyway, yeah. You know, let's, let's get back let's, to the idea of how do we keep from going broke. Um, you know, the whole yes. idea is that, you know, we're tempted to spend all this money. And I love what somebody in our chat room says. He says, I know how to deal with this. You know, I simply don't, usually don't have the cash and I don't use credit cards and so I don't go shopping. Dave Ramsey would be proud of you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's good. I think that um, th- this Black Friday is potentially dangerous for, for guys like you and me. We love gadgets and we have some lose money you know so we're, we're tempted to to go and get that extra kindle with that you know exclusive red color or whatever it is it's like so um but you can, you can jeopardize your your overall budget and so just a few basic rules i would say first of all you always have to ask yourself with every purchase is this a want 
or is this a need? Is this something that I will really use that I, 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 this is something that I've, for instance, been planning to buy for a long time. Let's say you have no television and there is this super discounted television and, you know, and it's, it's, it's finally affordable for you and your family. Then, yeah, I think it does make sense to camp out in front of a store and try to get it as long as you're not, you know, your life is not in danger. But if it's just, you know, you already have like five TVs and you want this extra TV, not because you need it, but because it's like 800 bucks cheaper than normal. And you have to ask yourself, is, it, is this worth it? Is this worth, you know, going over budget? Uh, so a lot of the stuff that we think we need are actually things we just want. Yeah. And we, do, I mean, we could perfectly live without it. I like now, the, one, yeah. I like the idea of, of thinking it's like, okay, so there's this Black Friday deal. The question is, can I afford this thing if it were at regular price? Have I have I had done the due diligence of saving money and would this fit in my budget at regular price? And if so, yeah. and, and, and you have the money, I love the idea of saying, okay, well then yeah, it's worth standing in line. It is I, that that is a brilliant way of thinking of it. Because, you know, it's like, listen, I was going to spend this money anyway. And so having an extra $800 in my pocket, this is actually going to benefit me. It, exactly. it, it's worth it. But I, I would caution against the idea of, well, you know what? I've always wanted this television and I can't normally afford it. But man, at $800 less, I might be able to squeeze it in. I would say probably yeah. it's not the time to make the purchase for that device yet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you got to make sure that it's it's really something that you've been that it's not a spur of the moment type of thing. Like, oh, I'm just gonna buy it because oh, I can just just make it, and then you know it might I, I might be sold out, or you might see some other stuff in the store that you will also buy. I don't know. It's it, yeah, yeah. You got again. This is all about being on purpose with this stuff, and 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 if you buy something, make sure that this is something that you've thought through instead of just you know doing the impulsive thing it's it's very similar to eating in the way that we we treat food it, you know you've got impulse eating and then you've got purposefully you know like wise eating i love the Both idea are enjoyable you know, you know the 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 principle of budgeting applies yeah. to pretty much every single aspect of the things that we talk about here because we talked to you know we talk about food you you budget your calories you sure. talk about here we're talking about budgeting our money we talk about you know time we're budgeting our times you know yeah. it, but it, it just seems like in money um and 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 i'm not gonna fault anybody for this but i don't know about you father Roderick, but we stephanie and i and and my i'll just say for myself I mm -hmm. lived a majority of my life without really thinking about the concept of a budget. Uh-huh. And I and you know for me it's it's I'm at the point now where I cannot imagine life without a budget. I can I, I the the concept of spending more money this month than I earned last month that because I I I always take last month's money and I spend it this month. So that's whatever I earn in November that's mm -hmm. how much money I will have to spend in November. I just right. can't even imagine spending a dollar more because I yeah. don't have a dollar more. So, but the but thing is, you're, is, you're still the exception, I think. That's, because a lot of people with credit cards, again, yeah, it's what you say. They don't think about it. Uh, they don't think about a budget. They don't think about the consequences of purchasing something because, you know, they hate it as long as a credit card works. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's good for my FICO score. <laughs> it's good for my, you know, that's, that is the down draw. You know, I'm sitting here, I, Stephanie and I are debt free minus our mortgage. And, and, uh, you know, it, it's very difficult if you want to do something that would require credit because it's like, I'm sorry, denied. No, not enough credit history. I'm like, thank you. I'm so yeah. glad you just and turned me down. Dave Ramsey always says the FICO score is actually a I love debt score. Yes. Do you want to have that? <laughs> yeah. For those of you that are not from the United States, a, a FICO score is some kind of index and, uh, and other countries have similar uh, 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 processes where, where it basically looks at your history, your financial history to determine whether you can, you can borrow money in the future. You know, so you have a certain score and have you been uh, prompt with your payments, et cetera. And so if you, if you never spend any money, you know, via credit cards, your overall score will be very low. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but uh, I'd, I'd rather just save for things before buying them. And this has been, again, I, I just, I'm so thankful to my parents that they, they taught us how to save. That, that, I remember my first piggy bank. I got a piggy bank when I was eight and they had this new bank in the, in town and it was the first real bank. Otherwise I would lived in a small village. And so there was a bit of a bank, but it was integrated. I don't know, in another store. And then we got our first true bank and they did this big contest for kids in primary school where you had to, at this drawing and then you had to color it. And the prize was actually uh, a, a, a true piggy bank Unfortunately, it wasn't in in um, uh, in terracotta. It was I mean, it was in plastic. But hey, it was it was pink and it looked like a pig. So I was like, "Wow, I love it!" And then I got this free account, this savings account, and so I started saving. And every time I, I got something for my birthday, or I would you know do some chores, um, I would get a little bit of pocket money, and I would just save it up and save it up and save it up. And that's how I bought my first computer. You know, I've, I, the, my first computer, I paid for it with the money that I saved for over a year. And then my brother also saved and together we, and that computer was truly ours. You know, it wasn't my parents that gave it to us. It was our computer. And so we, we said, we told our parents that it's our computer. So of course we can program uh, in basic until two o'clock in the, in the morning. This is our computer. And then our parents didn't understand that and didn't agree. And it's <laughs> to bed at 10. But anyway, <laughs> but it felt so good. I remember being so proud that this, I own this. This is the first thing that I have saved for myself. And it just made the enjoyment so much bigger. And it's something that I've been doing for for the rest of my life. I, I still, you know, I still save money in order to, I, I've got, you know, an Xbox and I've got a PlayStation and I've got a TV. And sometimes when, when I get uh, people that visit me, they're like, whoa, isn't this a little bit too luxurious for a priest? You know, I was like, well, <laughs> you got to know I saved for this. You know, I really purposefully, you know, I, 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 I got rid of my car so that I could save more money to be able to sometimes buy a gadget or something like that. Absolutely. So, uh, Father Roderick, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are listening to us and they think, you know, this is impossible. This, These things that Cliff and Father Roderick are talking about, you know, th th it's impossible. And you know how I know they're thinking about this, thinking mm -hmm. this, because I remember when I was, f I first heard the name Dave Ramsey 
And then all of a sudden I turn on the radio and I listen to this guy on the radio for 45 minutes and and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Our cash is king. <laughs> yeah, but the and thing is... mortgage is, uh, what is it again? He's, he's got this whole... The new status symbol of America. New status symbol of choice. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. If anybody's out there and they're listening, it is possible to get into this place where you are saving for things, that where you are able to buy cash. And I love what you wrote down in the show notes is just because it's a deal doesn't mean that you should buy it. And there yeah. will be other deals. And one of the things that I learned from Dave Ramsey is, you know, you can go in. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, if you, if, let's just say there's this, there's this television that costs $2,500 at Best Buy. All right. Uh-huh. You can, I'm not kidding you. You could walk into that store with $2,000 in cash, all right, and walk out with that television. And it doesn't matter if it's Black Friday, if it's Yellow Thursday, if it's it's Pink Tuesday. It does not matter. You walk in with $2,000 and you will walk out with that $2,500 television if you have cash in your hand. It's That's almost true. a guarantee. And if it and if that doesn't happen for you, then you just go down to HH Greg. If that doesn't work for you, you just go until you walk out yeah. the door with the television you want with five hundred dollars less than what they were charging for it, because yeah. Yeah. you will get that to happen. And I didn't believe that, and I will tell you, it it works. Did you try it? Oh yes, absolutely. Wow. You walk in with <laughs> you walk in with a handful of cash and you pull yeah. it out and say, listen. I have this amount, and it's always intentionally several hundred dollars cheaper than what we are looking to purchase. And you walk in with that cash and say, listen, can I talk to your manager? You know, because here's the deal. I'm either going to buy this from you today at this price with this cash in my hand, or I'm walking out the door and I'm going to buy it from, you know, XYZ store down the phone, down the road. And, and, and do you use an Italian accent with that? Like, I, I make you an offer you can't refuse, you know, <laughs> I'm waving all this money in front of your face. You're going to give me that television. <laughs> I will, I will tell you there, there was one time where, you know, we're walk. the guy says, I'm sorry, I, I just can't do that. I just can't do that. And I'm huh. literally, that was in the back of the store. Cause that's where they usually have all the really cool stuff that you want anyway. And, uh-huh. and, and I said, okay. And and I put my I put my cash I rolled my cash up stuck it back in my pocket walked towards the front door and before before I was able to walk out the door <laughs> the manager chased me down I love it the manager really? chased me yes chased me down I, no it makes sense because they have margins on this stuff their and margins they are ridiculous have your money in hand than than someone who is you know like paying in in in, in monthly installments and then at one point you know gets into financial trouble and then they have to go through all the legal rigmarole to get their money i mean it makes sense yes and so the the idea here is if you were to budget and you were to save money there's no reason you need black thursday to get these amazing deals it is a black friday it, by the way i'm sorry black friday yes <laughs> turkey thursday black friday there you go so those are those are my thoughts uh, those are yeah, our thoughts on good on stuff saving good that stuff well, and then hey, uh, well, one, one thing that i can still this one last tip if you if you're not certain about you know what what is the difference between want and need uh if you have a history of kind of buying stuff that ultimately afterwards you're like well hi i wish i hadn't bought that just look back at what you bought last year during black friday and 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 ask yourself. So, what is what am, what was really useful? What what is uh, something that I bought that I still use today that I really think this was a good uh, good purchase? And then you know apply that to your to what you're willing to buy this year, and just look at your your own pattern and and learn from it. Absolutely. Anyway, 
enough about Black Friday. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, so here we so are. Here, the tip of the, the week that I was going to share, and I'm getting yes, a little bit of echo. echo. Check, 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 one, check two. one, two. That's weird. That's weird. I'm getting a I'm little getting bit of feedback. feedback. It could be my uh, computer. We were, after all, we're crossing the ocean here with our technology. So uh, I'll just lower my volume. Hopefully uh, Skype will uh, all right. we'll sort it out. Yeah, we're, we're good now. So anyway, the, the, tip of the, the tip of the week that I had promised you guys is that, um, you know, this difference between a daily to-do list and a project to-do list, and I'm not sure I completely understand this, and I'll be honest with you, I was very much in a rush when this, when this email came in from this friend of mine. But he talked about the idea that he got rid of his daily to-do list. He completely got rid of it altogether. And instead, what he has are projects. So he's like, you know, like, for example, if uh, I guess maybe what I could talk about is I want to create. Uh, well, let me I'll actually share with you my to do list. Uh, sure. Here, here are some things on my to do list. Uh, uh, send out a podcast answer man newsletters on my to do list. Uh, update my plus membership banners is on my to do list. Uh, add new uh, digital product creation, uh, something to some webinars. But I have a to do list of all these different tasks of the things that I want to accomplish today. And what he said was that you add this list, and it's like all these things you want to do today, but generally there are other things that come up that are urgent, and he always felt like he, even though he's accomplishing a lot by the end of the day, he feels like with this list, there are so many things that he set out the day to do, but Mm -hmm. man, they're just not getting done. Yeah. And so he says, what I've done is I've actually broken things into projects and say, you know what, this project does not have to be completed today but this is a project that i want to work on if i have time and inside each project there are to-do items so for example let's just say i want to send out my newsletter okay that is a project that i want to accomplish well the thing is 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 there's a lot of things that i need to do for this newsletter i want to write up you know a good way of expressing about my tutorial i want to express about my you know my godaddy migration and i want to do this and i actually want to create some affiliate links so there are a bunch of different to-do items and the reason why i didn't just quote unquote snap my fingers and send out a newsletter is because there are so many different steps that are involved in that yeah and so what you do is you write down you know a project of you know, send out newsletter. And then what I do is I, I write down all the different little e- items that are there. And then on my, to, you know, if I, he says, he doesn't even do a to-do list. He's like, you know, today, what's important to me? You know, well, I want to, I want to work on this project a little bit. I want to work on this project a little bit. And I want to work on this project a little bit. And so when it comes to working on the Pam newsletter, I may not actually send that out today, but I did at least form the draft for the first three things I wanted to talk about. And I created some affiliate links and the next things on my list are, are, you know what? Those can wait until tomorrow, but Mm -hmm. at least he feels like he's always doing something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does make it, it makes it a lot less overwhelming it's it's basically eating the elephant one bite at a time. And instead of just putting on your list, like I've got to do this elephant today and feeling guilty about it because you just didn't, didn't finish it. Is that, is that what you mean? Uh, I, I, th- I think so. And I think the big thing is, I don't know about you, Father Roderick, but there are always things that are on my quote unquote to-do list for today that honestly, I know for a fact before I even put it on the list, it's not going to be done today. True. Yes. Yeah. And so, and, and, and 
Yeah, and it, it just sits there, and then it, 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 depending on what kind of system you use, it gets this red color, like, ah, oh, you should have done this yesterday, and then you have to change the date to, to you know, oh, I might do it today, and yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of stress. So, so those, I, I don't know, I, I haven't quite decided how I want to do this, but, you know, I am seeing a little bit of the frustration with, you know, my, my to-do list for today, and then there's uh-huh. the, there's the tomorrow, and then there's the, you know, very soon, and there's the eventual, and <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I am noticing some things, and, and oftentimes, you know, putting off the newsletter, why am I putting off this newsletter? There's, I, I mean, I know there's some stages, but why don't I just at least do the first three, but... But if I'm with my mentality that I have now, I see this big, huge project. But then on the rest of my list, I see all these other tasks that I could do right now, right away. And I don't ever get to work on the first few things to to get that big task. You know what? What this reminds me of um, in um, Getting Things Done by, um, what's his name? David Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, He has a similar approach where if uh, he helps you to go through... You know, do, do, kind of do a brain dump of everything that occupies your mind, everything that's in your mind instead of being on paper. Write it all down. And then he, he's, his question is always, so what is the first step? And do that. You know, so every time something, even very overwhelming things, there's always a first step that you can do. And something that you, 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 you like with email, for instance, if, if uh, someone has a difficult question, you sometimes, I, I don't know, I'm sure that you get these emails where the longer the email, the more personal it is and the better you know the person, the, the less they are likely to be forgotten and be kind of go into the procrastination bin. Yep. <laughs> and it's because it's too overwhelming. You're like, oh, I got to write this long email back, et cetera, et cetera. But there's always a, a first step that you can take. For instance, like, hey, I got I got your email. Thank you so much for that long personal letter. Uh, it's a bit overwhelming, but, you know, I, I hope I can schedule it in in one of these days. But I just already wanted you to know that I've read through your email and I appreciate you f- for asking the question. And then, boom, you've done your first step. And you, you've, you've done something. You can feel good about it. And I, I love that approach. It, it really taught me to... I, I was a huge procrastinator. I still am a little bit, but much less because I always think of, so what is it that I can do? What's the first step of the, of the entire process? And, 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 and that helps me feel at the end of the day, I look back and even if I have not completed every process, I can still be thankful for the things that I did get done. And I feel like I am making progress on these, on these, on these projects. Yeah. Hey, have you ever used any mind mapping software before? Um, I, yes, I tried. Um, it's something that I do a lot on paper. I just sit down with, you know, this analog thing. I don't know if you remember, it was made with something that came out of a forest and then you, lo- <laughs> you use this analog stick, kind of a, uh, elongated thing they, and they call it's, that, it's paper, pink in it. Paper and pen or something. Is that what that's called? Yeah. It rings a bell. Yeah. Rings a bell. Anyway, so <laughs> I use those tools sometimes to just, you know, I draw a big circle in the middle and then I was like, okay, um, big new project. And then I just add all the thoughts in my head and I kind of interconnect those. Is that kind of, that's kind of what I do on, on paper, but I've never used a digital tool to do that. Well, I, you know, I had some people talk about mind mapping, which is, by the way, mind mapping is exactly that. You start with a general thought in the middle and you kind of say, okay, branch this off. This is some other things <laughs> that you've got going on here. Uh-huh. Uh, 
and and it and it's very much that thought. And I when I first heard about this, it was somebody you know suggested we talk about this on Business Deck Weekly months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not the way my mind thinks. And of course, I didn't like the fact that it had curved lines instead of 90 degree straight lines. It's just, I just, for some reason, I was having such a hard time with it. I have become addicted to mind mapping things. Really? It has so changed the way that I am creating new processes. Um, and, and so just like you, what you're talking about, you know, you'll, you'll come up with, okay, here's the big some point and here's the, okay, here's the first three big things that I need to do. And you can drill that down and there's another line and those branch out to other smaller things that need to do to get to the, before that step can be marked off and, and stuff like that. Huh. But the thing is, is unlike writing it on paper with ink, let's yeah. just say there's step one, step two, step three. It's like, oh, wait a second. Nope. In between step one and two, there's this step. And, uh, and you yeah. can just actually, you can, with the computer, you just, you hit enter and it puts it in right in that place. And you can, it's like, wait a second. No, that would actually look better down here between step five and six instead. And you could just drag it down and it keeps it all. I'm in love with it. Now, you know, the, the, the thing that blocks me a little bit is that, and it's kind of an illustration of the things that we're talking about. Uh, I, I tried out a few programs, free programs, you know, or even an iPad app and, and, it, it was so overwhelming. I was like, I don't know how this works. I mean, do I have to read a whole manual? So what would you recommend to me as a, I mean, I, I can see the potential of this and it's definitely for a creative guy like I am, this could really help. But what would be your recommended first step for me to check out or the, to do? The first thing I would do is I would go to the service that I'm using. It's mindmeister, M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Meister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R. S-T-E-R. So yeah. that's mindmeister.com. They have a free account. You can have up to three uh, mind maps in there. And I will tell you, this is what I did. I I, I have a mind map called My Digital Products. Uh, so whether my training tutorials, my webinars, and all of this stuff. And every time yeah. I think of a topic for a webinar that I want to do, I just throw it into that mind map. And it come, you know, it's a branch off. And then it's like, okay, well, what are the what's the overall? Well, I'm going to talk about this, this, and this in this webinar. And then I break it down. And I mean, by the time I can mm. literally just start, like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend, you know, five, 10 minutes on it. Next thing I know, it's about 45 minutes later. And I've got a webinar that, to be honest with you, if I was to actually do everything in there, that would be, that would be worth hundreds of dollars. And it's like, Interesting. And, yeah. and, and then here's the deal. I've been taking these, you know, these branched out treed, you know, outlined ideas in this mind map. And then it's so simple. I put it on one screen and then I open up Keynote and I create a power, uh, a Keynote presentation just doing all of those things in the order that they're listed on my mind map. And it's such a logical process. And I'm telling you what, my the people who have been paying to attend my webinars, they're blown away by just how thorough the materials are and and I'll tell you I've done webinars before I did it this way and yeah. my webinars were good but I want to tell you my webinars today are oh my gosh they're hands down so much right. better than they were before because you you think through the whole process and, and and you write down everything that's in your head and you put it in a logical order bring system to the to the whole thing and that is very important for if you want to teach someone it needs to have structure it needs to have a certain logical order um, sounds good. Could people, you know, to go back to the original um, 
theme of our of our show, you know, like, like finding balance. Um, is this something that you could, for instance, use if your big project is I want to go, I want to reach my ideal weight. What does it take? You've got a lot of good intentions. Some of them are very specific, and otherwise might be others might be extremely vague. Could this help to think this through and figure out, you know, well, what, what, what? So if I want to reach this goal, what are the steps? What are the absolutely? Because I, I could imagine creating a mind map calling, you know, called my, you know, balanced health, and and then of course, you know, you could, you know, one little branch off of there is going to be, um, e- you know, l- uh, eating healthy. Another one is, you know, physical activity or working out. And then, of course, under eating healthy, you can put, you know, counting calories is a thing that I can look into, um, yep. you know, types, you know, learn food education is something that I can look into. Where, where to buy the food exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what kind of food am I going to actually put in my uh, basket? Exactly. And so basically you branch all this out and then it's like, okay, counting calories. And then you can say, you know, here are some things that I'm learning about counting calories. Number one, uh, one to burn one pound of fat is, or yeah, one pound of fat is, is 3,500 calories. Um, and here's another thing I learned about counting calories. I should always have a minimum of 1200 calories per day. Mm -hmm. You should never go under that limit. Uh, you know, here's, you know, BMI, here's what BMI is. Here's a Here's a link to an article that talks about it and how to calculate it. And yeah, it's, I'm gonna it's, try this out, Cliff. I this this is this is a good experiment for me uh, to to just I'm I'm just gonna try out that Mindmeister thing, and uh, I'll report next week. Actually, <laughs> that's probably not gonna work. But uh, next time on the show. Uh, I'll report back, and and uh, I hope I'll learn something from this. Excellent. And if you need help, I, I would love to help you, Father Roderick, just to, so I can show you, kind of walk you through on how I do mine. And by the way, that's going to be, be that's going to be yeah. eventually. Uh, I might even share how I'm using it uh, in the future as a as a webinar that I offer to people. So sweet. Sounds good. Well, this has been fun. We just did our, our first official Balanced Living Weekly podcast episode. I like it. I like it. I, I'd love to hear uh, from our audience, especially our Biggest Loser audience that started to listen because they love The Biggest Loser and then, you know, they 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 got sucked into this show. If they like this direction, if they if it helps them. that And, and uh, if you have any suggestions for us, what to talk about or where you could use some extra help to find balance in your life. Exactly. Now, here, here's the only bad thing about the word weekly is that here we, we this is the first episode of our weekly show. And I am going to say that we'll probably not be here next week because it is Thanksgiving weekend and Stephanie and I are going away as a family for the entire week. Yeah. So we will be, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks with our business or not business. This is Balanced Living Weekly our podcast. Business, social serenity, balanced living, family of the heart podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, too much fun. I love it. Father Roderick, what, where can people find out uh, about your, your other shows that you're doing? What, are, what do you want to promote most that's going on with you right now? I just want to today. I just want to promote my Twitter feed because oh, I've got stories to tell about Facebook and Twitter and how I completely transformed that from a trash can into a Zen garden. Uh, but I'll I'll save that for another time. But if just follow me on Twitter.com/slash/FatherRoderick, and that is where I will point you to everything that I do. 
Absolutely. And, and I'll be on vacation and sharing photos and all kinds of fun stuff uh, from my vacation. If you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash GSPN, stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. And uh, so, yeah, the, I, by the way, we need to make sure next show we talk about your Zen Garden social networking. Cool. All right. How can people reach us? Yes, give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number, 859-795-4067. That's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, give us a couple days if you're listening to this as soon as it's released, but eventually there'll be a a balancedlivingweekly.com website. Eventually, soon. (laughs) We promise. I'm going to put it on on a list somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> Make a project of it. <laughs> I will. All right. Until every until next time, uh, live a balanced life. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>